It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It was Big 12 Eve and not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. No, we're stirring. We're talking about BYU entering the Big 12 Conference tomorrow. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Appreciate all of you for being everydayers with us here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We are your original daily podcast focused on all things BYU. And a big thank you once again for your support of the podcast. Please continue to subscribe, rate, review, enable notifications, share it with your family and friends. Do all the things to help build this audience. You guys have been absolutely marvelous over the past little bit in our push uh, to get uh, more subscribers on both the regular podcast feeds and more in particular on YouTube. And please continue to do just that. All right. It is June 30th. It feels like today could be a very newsy day, honestly. And uh, I will probably do another episode. Uh, speaking of a July 1st episode uh, coming up to talk about whatever might happen. If, if maybe even if things don't happen, we may talk about it a little bit, uh, but it feels like it could be a very newsy day today. But the bigger point is, is that we are it's big 12 E folks. It is tomorrow. BYU officially joins the Big 12 Conference. BYU's having a broadcast tonight beginning at 11.30 p.m. Mountain Time and carrying over, uh, obviously, until the quote-unquote Big 12 year uh, begins for BYU at midnight with fireworks, etc. down at the SAB, the Student Athlete Building in Provo. I believe Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan, and funny enough, Alema Harrington are uh, going to be all on the uh, broadcast for that. Uh, and then tomorrow, they're having what they're calling the big party uh, down there in Provo in the lead-up to, obviously, Stadium of Fire at night at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Uh, two separate events, obviously, but a huge, huge uh, event going on uh, at the Student-Athlete Building, the Smith Fieldhouse, as well as the indoor practice facility with a whole bunch of different activities. I would encourage you, if you are within uh, shouting distance of getting down to Provo for this, stop by. It sounds like it'll be a very fun event. I am planning to be there as well. Uh, it sounds like we will have some media availability uh, from BYU administrators. Maybe Tom Homo? Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll ho- hopefully have some video and audio for you guys for that. Uh, maybe for a podcast as well. So, uh, fun times. And by the way, that event, that, the big party starts at 3 o'clock, runs till 6 p.m. in the lead up, like I said, to Stadium of Fire uh, later that night over at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. But it's a huge day, folks. It is the culmination of literally years and decades worth of work for BYU to do what they're about to do tomorrow. Lavelle Edwards said so many times in his uh, time, both as BYU coach and even after he retired, uh, he said that BYU always deserved a place at the table. Multiple athletic directors who have been at BYU, Val Hale, Glenn Tuckett, uh, Rondo Felberg, have talked about the the different uh, opportunities BYU's uh, pursued in the past, both with what was then the Pac-10, as well as the Big 12 in the 1990s, etc., in terms of pursuing getting that quote-unquote place at the table with the top-level Power 5 programs. And uh, they've obviously uh, tried to make forays in the past to live those dreams, speaking of BYU, but today uh, is the the final day of BYU being a quote-unquote 
have not when it comes to the college football realm. They will be officially members of the of Power 5 Conference tomorrow, uh, tonight at midnight, 12.01 a.m. It will be officially official that BYU is going to be a Big 12 program. I, for one, cannot wait. This is a whole new era, and I, for one, am super, super excited to continue to cover this program and the athletic department as a whole, speaking of BYU football, but the BYU athletic department as a whole as they enter this new era in the Big 12. I don't know how much uh, it can really be overstated how important this is for BYU. They're going to have more money than they've ever had before coming in uh, via media rights deals and the like. As a member of the Power 5, they'll have access to bowl games, uh, the college football playoff, that type of stuff. The door is now open to a BYU program that for so many years, and I'm talking decades upon decades, that the door felt like it was slammed shut on them after they broke through and won that national title in 1984. This is everything, and I mean everything that BYU has worked for for so, so many years. And uh, who knows what the future is going to hold for the Big 12 because uh, Brett Yormark, the Big 12 commissioner, was on uh, BYU Sports Nation yesterday made this quote, I'd like to stay at 14 teams even after the departures of OU in Texas. We'll see about that. Whatever happens has to truly create value for the conference. When thinking of schools to be added, we have, to be, we have the guiding principles for expansion, academics, leadership, cultural fit, geography, athletic performance, and brand. He wants to stick at 14 teams. Is he going to pick off two from the Pac-12? Is he going to snipe San Diego State out from underneath the Pac-12's nose? Who knows what he's going to do, but Brett Yormark, he is not putting the rumors of him being interested in expansion to bed anytime soon, nor should he. But this is this is more about a culmination, like I said, of a years and decades long effort for BYU that's about to pay off tomorrow. Uh, Tom Homo, a great article done by Jay Drew. He's t- caught up with Tom Homo Monday at BYU's media golf tournament. And Tom said this is a kind of a contrived, made-up thing because there's no games to celebrate BYU going into the Big 12. And he's absolutely right in that assessment. There, this is It's a bit of a contrived thing that BYU's built up here. But, hey. You only get to celebrate this once. You only get to celebrate getting into the Power 5 level once. And that that is something I think that absolutely should be more heavily celebrated. And I would encourage you as Cougar fans, be ecstatic. Honestly, be ecstatic that BYU's living the dream now. They are going to be on the same footing as the some of the programs out there, most notably Utah, who have loved to shove it in BYU's face for years upon years that, hey, we're a have, you're, you're a have not. That, 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 it, that stuff is gone by the wayside. BYU is a Power 5 program. They've been operating as such for the better part of two years, obviously. That official invitation and acceptance of the invitation coming on September 10th, 2021. Uh, it's going to be, it's June 30th, 2023 today, June 1st, uh, July 1st, 2023 tomorrow. It's been almost two years since BYU has received that invite and accepted it, but it, they've been working and building and hoping and praying and just doing everything within their power to build up to this day. Obviously, the bigger point is it's going to be a dependent on BYU's success on the football field, on the soccer pitch, on the volleyball court, the basketball courts, tennis court. You guys get what I'm talking about. In the pool, uh, all the different sports in BYU's athletic department are going to have to step up, obviously. There will be higher investment in all those programs. I would advocate that BYU takes as much of the money as they can that they are receiving from the Big 12 Conference and just reinvest it into these programs. Make sure that they are getting the resources that they need. This is a momentous, momentous day for BYU and a momentous occasion. And like I said, if you are within driving distance of getting to Provo to celebrate this, I'd encourage you to stop on down. Like I said, I don't know 100% of a 
exactly what's going to happen. I can read off the things that BYU has planned. The big uh, countdown show tonight has a limited number of fans will be able to attend in person. Uh, Join host Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan, and Lemma Harrington for the big countdown show. Ring in BYU to the Big 12 with special guest appearances. I would assume BYU coaches like Kalani Satake probably if he's available. Fireworks and the lighting of the Y on the mountain. And then the big party uh, taking place tomorrow from 3 to 6 p.m. It'll be uh, having live BYU Sports Nation game day special. will be on site from 3 to 5 p.m. Activities including Pro Day Challenge, uh, Zip Line, and Create Your Own Player Card, Hat Customization, Golf Simulator, Walk Wild. They're having so many things. Picture opportunities and performances by BYU football's Fire Knife Dancers that come out you know, at the end of the third quarter. Food trucks on site. This is awesome stuff that BYU's trying to do. But the bigger point is, is BYU's finally just going to be where they've aspired to be for so many years. And that's to be celebrated. It's to be crowed about. It's something that you can go out and be very proud of that BYU has accomplished. There's no reason to feel ashamed. And a couple of you uh, responded to me in my YouTube comments on my episode earlier this week saying that BYU needs, we need to be a little more humble about this. My point is not that you don't need to be humble. I I understand that part of it. I'm talking about the fact that BYU's brand and it's that that's the brand is going to be bigger than anything out there when it comes to BYU sports and the Big 12. And I think Brett Yormark absolutely realizes that as well. He made another comment to ESPN uh, sport to BYU Sports Nation saying this: they are a national brand, but they can be they can become a household brand for sure. And we're going to help them like they help the conference. If BYU wins, the conference wins. If the conference wins, BYU wins. I want ESPN and Fox to glamorize our programs. I'm confident that will happen with BYU. This is awesome. They have a conference that is embracing everything that BYU is. BYU is a unique university. Any of you out there, the thousands of you who tune into this show on the daily, know how truly unique BYU is. It's just, it is what it is. And the best part about it is BYU doesn't make apologies for who they are. And the Big 12 has embraced all of that and has seen the value in BYU and is bringing them into the fold. And uh, this is going to be a really, really fun deal. And like I said, I'll probably have an episode come out tomorrow just kind of detailing my thoughts after some of the festivities wrap up, that type of stuff, and whatever other information comes down. Does the San Diego State make the move today to jump to the Pac-12 after they told the Mountain West we're leaving? But not really, really. There's, there could be a lot that happens today. So we'll probably get an episode out to you guys no matter what happens, even if something doesn't happen, and talk more about BYU celebrating and re in the quote-unquote Big 12 era officially at midnight tonight. All right, coming up here in just a minute, it's your guys' time to shine on the show. We are going to talk about BYU sports, but answering your questions. What do you guys have for us? Some good questions were sent in. We'll get to all of those as we continue on right here on Locked On Cougars. First, a word on our friends over at FanDuel. They've been working for a few months now. The best part of FanDuel is if you're ready to take your first swing at betting on Major League Baseball on FanDuel, you can go get 10 times back your first bet amount and bonus bets up to $200. You heard that right back, my friends. That's right. But Just bet 20 bucks, and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200 You can spend on everything from the money line to over-under. on Who do you think is going to get the first home run? Whichever game you happen to be interested in. And it's all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid out instantly. It's my favorite part about our friends over at FanDuel. There's no better place to bet on the MLB than our friends with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started and get that $200, excuse me, up to $200 back in bonus bets with our friends at FanDuel. Once again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. That's FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30, 
Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars a part of your routine. Thank you for being everydayers with us here on the podcast. I appreciate you guys' uh, patronage and just being a part of the community. It's, it's always fun uh, to sit down, and uh, especially when it comes to the mailbag. That's my favorite part about this. When I pull out the mailbag and I throw it out, the tweets on social media, to ask your guys' questions, you guys respond with some really good ones that make me think about it. So thank you to all of you who submitted questions this week. Uh, we're going to start off with this. M Staples 5, our good friend Matt, says, How many games will the football team team have on ABC, Fox, and ESPN. Well, that's the thing about this. We don't know yet, Matt, because they're going to utilize what they call their 6- and 12-day windows throughout most of the season when it comes to assigning games for BYU. I think you'll see a pretty even split, honestly, between Fox and ESPN. Uh, ABC might be something that BYU gets off to a pretty hard start. They might end up with that. could be like an ABC game if BYU has an intriguing uh, home game like in Oklahoma late in the season. Let's say Oklahoma is, is running the table at that point. That could end up on ABC. But I think you'll see a pretty even split between both the Fox and ESPN family of networks. Uh, BYU's first ever game on FS1 is going to be that a home opener, uh, the season opener, excuse me, the season debut for BYU against Sam Houston State just 64 days away from today. So, I think you're going to see pretty even split. ABC's probably going to be more reserved for bigger games. And if BYU gets off to a hot start and has one of those magical seasons that I, for one, I'm not necessarily prognosticating they could do, but if they do it, obviously you could see ESPN rewarding them uh, with an ABC game. All right, next question coming in. Our good friend Aggie fan Dan. Dan, I'm not going to lie, a lot of BYU fans are guessing that you are a cougar in Aggie clothing. Is that right? Uh, Some people have asked that question. He asked this, though. What is the best other BYU podcast out there, and why is it the BYU Hype Train podcast. They aren't daily like you, but it seems like they have quite the following. Uh, the Hype Train guys have done a really good job in terms of building their brand. They've obviously done a lot of stuff in the NIL sphere, working with Coog Connect. Uh, I got nothing but love for the guys over the BYU Hype Train podcast. Uh, but here's the best part about this. I don't necessarily have a quote-unquote favorite other BYU podcast because I consume them all. Give them Hell Brigham, uh, obviously the Daily Dose that Jeff Hansen's doing when he, him and Garrett need to get back on the train, it feels like, and get, get give them Hell Brigham. They're actual podcast going a little heavier, but uh, that may be off until the season uh, gets going. I don't know what the status is of that. There's other podcasts out there. that I, If I stumble upon them, I'm happy to support them, listen to them, and it helps me become a better podcaster simply by listening to other people's point of view. And uh, there have been people out there who have asked me, hey, have you, have you ever considered having a co-host? And I have, but uh, to this point, have not found the right option, I feel like, in terms of bringing on a full-time co-host of the show, but never say never. That's the biggest thing about this when it comes uh, to all the things we're doing here on the podcast, but, but the bigger point is I support any and all content for Cougar fans. It's awesome to have uh, multiple outlets for you guys to consume media, but I, I truthfully, I thank all of you for your guys' support of this podcast in particular. I, I won't lie. It puts money in my pocket, uh, you guys supporting the podcast, and that's a big reason why I do it. I'm financially motivated like everybody else, but it, it's good to have other outlets out there and having extra information, being able to be uh, getting to you, the fans. So uh, hopefully I answered your question, Aggie Fan Dan, but I'm not uh, showing any favoritism. 
them. I, I listen to them all. I'm I'm an equal opportunity uh, BYU podcast listener and supporter. Let's just say that. All right, next one, Zach Lavelle, our good friend at Z Train Twenty One. Uh, Zach actually got a question for you, so if you don't mind reaching out to me, you've got my information. I've got a question for you, but he asked this: uh, Who will be the kicker? It's a great question. Uh, I still think BYU still needs to look and see if any options might be there in the transfer portal. It's my personal opinion, but right now it sure looks like BYU is set uh, to go into the season with uh, the three kickers they had in spring ball. Speaking of Will Farron, Matthias Dunn, and Justin Smith. Now, Justin Smith has the most in-game experience for BYU, having replaced Jake Oldroyd for the better part of two seasons when Jake's been unavailable, but I think Matthias Dunn, for my money, was BYU's most consistent kicker in spring ball, and that's uh, inconsistent at best, it felt like, in certain circumstances, but I think they're going to roll who they've got, so hopefully one of those guys can step up. The other thing, I, Jeff Hansen made this argument in a, in a Give Him Hell Brigham uh, post he made the other day, that maybe BYU should be like everybody else in, in college football, and they've done it more often, I agree with Kalani Satake, is being more aggressive on going for on fourth downs, even when it's not just fourth and one, fourth and two, when it's like a no-brainer. Consider certain circumstances where you're fourth and six on an advantageous part of the field. Take opportunities like that. You don't necessarily have to always send the kicker out there. You can retain the ball and hopefully get six versus three. So, well, it's an interesting conversation, but I, I think they're going to roll with the kickers that they've got right now. All right, Nick Chadwick says, why did BYU stop doing the Hakka before football games? I'm not Polynesian myself, but I thought it was an awesome way for BYU to show off their Polynesian heritage in the program. Uh, Nick, that's a great question, and I do not have a good answer for you on that. I know that it was, so I believe it was Spencer Hafok, if I recall correctly. His father had passed away, and they started doing the, the Hakka to honor him, but then it became a, a team-wide thing during kind of the, the early part of the Bronco Mendenhall era, and then it kind of just fell away. Uh, were, the, were the Polynesian players who replaced those guys not uh, feeling like doing it? I, I don't know, but I honestly don't have a good answer for you, and if I find out, I'll be happy to pass it along to you, but it's something that BYU could consider bringing back, obviously, but it would be have to be, I think, player-driven, obviously. You'd have to have the Polynesian players in particular on BYU's roster uh, step forward and say, hey, this is something we absolutely want to do, and uh, will it ultimately ever come back? TBD, but I, like I said, I don't know why it went away, but I don't see why it could not come back at some point. Uh, next one, on to basketball. Good friend Greg Romano at 201 TDS says, I think ex-Cal coach Mark Fox is the favorite for BYU basketball's new assistant coach position. He was an assistant when Mark Pope played at Washington helped Pope start his coaching career at Georgia. What do you think and who are some of the other strong possibilities? Well, frankly, Greg, I think that Mark Fox is the odds-on favorite if he's interested in getting back into the game. Like I said, uh, like you mentioned, Mark Pope uh, owes a lot of of what he's done in college basketball to allow having Coach Fox uh, give him opportunities along the way. So uh, if Mark Fox wants to get back into the game, so to say, I would expect that that uh, position absolutely could be his on BYU staff. Now, those of you who are wondering, did somebody leave? No, they've actually opened up. The NCAA has opened up a new assistant position where essentially you are only working with the program. You're not recruiting. You're not allowed to go off the campus and recruit. You're essentially a, 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 an on-campus assistant coach who just works with the team uh, almost exclusively. And you can still obviously do some recruiting when athletes come on campus, but you actually don't have to travel to do recruiting. And uh, it's got to be a pretty uh, compelling position. And this is all of college basketball, by the way. It's going to open up a lot of opportunities for a lot of graduate assistants and the like who have been hoping maybe to break into the business more on a full-time basis. This type of position could be very, very beneficial. But for BYU to have a guy like Mark Fox, who's been a head coach at Nevada, Cal, Georgia, etc. He's got a litany, three-plus decades of coaching experience to have that on your bench and helping out a guy like Mark Pope going into the Big 12 Conference. You can do a lot worse than bringing in Mark Fox. Keep an eye on that. But I'm sure there'll be plenty of other 
folks who are interested in that position. And don't be surprised if some names pop up. By the way, also works on the women's side of basketball thing. So expect to hear two announcements potentially in the relatively near future about new assistant coaches for both Mark Pope as well as Amber Whiting. And we'll see how it ultimately all shakes out. All right, uh, one other question here coming in from our good friend Nick Lee. When does it start to feel like it's almost college football season to you? And he adds this. Uh, is it when summer camps start or when your baseball team's once promising season is circling the drain? Well, Nick, you and I are in the same boat with regards to our baseball teams. I know that you're an avid, and I am avid, a diehard uh, San Diego Padres fan. They have been sucking along the way. And the thing about this is my team, the Seattle Mariners, well, they, they, they broke their playoff streak last year, and good for them considering they're not going to make the playoffs this year. I'm right there with you. I'm watching this team scuffle along. Speaking of the Mariners, just like your Padres, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Wake me up when you guys actually, you know, want to compete on a national basis. But hey, uh, for me, really, it really does start when Media Days start, and that's under two weeks away. I'll be down in Arlington, Texas, uh, at Big 12 Media Days, and cannot wait for that. And looking forward to seeing, uh, uh, obviously, what's going on. Uh, one other thing about that is that uh, Media Days is going to be really cool. B- five BYU players, uh, certain programs setting four, certain program setting five guys alongside their head coaches down there. going to be a lot of athletes to be talked to, and we're looking forward to it, and I'll be collecting as much as I can uh, from the festivities down there to obviously uh, pass along to you guys from uh, having my eyes and ears uh, down there in Arlington at AT&T Stadium. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we round out today's edition of the podcast by looking back at uh, the final game of the 2018 season. And I think it's going to be uh, an interesting uh, look back because there's an interesting story about where I took this game in. Speaking of how I watched it, how I consumed it, etc. And we'll talk about that uh, coming up here momentarily. Now, first a word on our friends over at Perry Homes. They've been working on this for a few months now. The best part about Perry Homes is they're one of, their, one of our great local sponsors. So whether you're looking for your first home or ready to upgrade to your dream home here in Utah, Perry Homes has a house for you. For 50 years, Utah's been Perry Perry Homes has been Utah's premier home builder with communities throughout the state. they got the communities, home designs, and price points to help meet your needs no matter where you are at. They've got beautiful communities up and down the Wasatch Front, Davis, Salt Lake, Tooele, Utah counties, also, also multiple communities in uh, uh, Washington County near St. George as well. They, the best part is they offer over 50 unique home designs from Ramblers to two stories to townhomes and everything in between like I said to fit what you guys are looking for and they're offering generous financing incentives for their preferred lenders right now as well if you want to get started. So visit PerryHomesUtah.com to see what's new in Utah's finest neighborhoods. That's PerryHomesUtah.com to learn more now. For 50 years Utah has been coming home to Perry Homes. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars a part of your routine, everybody. All right, uh, final note here on this Friday edition of the podcast is a look back at BYU's final game of the 2018 season, and it's the quote-unquote perfect game for Zach Wilson. Uh, they were playing in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl against the Western Michigan Western Michigan Broncos. Uh, both teams were 6-6 six and six coming into this game. Obviously, BYU had flushed away a gigantic lead against Utah in the regular season finale and were could have been feeling down about themselves, but they were motivated 
motivated. It sure felt like going into this game as they got ready for it. It was played up there in Boise at Albertson Stadium, the home field of uh, of the Boise State Broncos. And BYU just ran away with this one. 49-18 was the final. Zach Wilson, as I said, throwing the perfect game. He was 18 of 18 for 317 yards, four touchdowns, two of them going to Dylan Colley. Obviously, Dylan uh, in his final game as a Cougar had maybe his finest performance as a Cougar. I don't think it's actually, I think it's inarguable. He had his finest performance as a BYU Cougar in this game, uh, but BYU gets a huge win. Now, uh, I mentioned that I had a unique circumstance watching this game. So, uh, for most of my BYU career, a lot of the times I, I've done pre and post game coverage, I've been at games. All that type of stuff. This is one of the few games in BYU's independent era, as me as a media professional, I had to do two do, two things at once. Uh, I have a big family Christmas party that uh, takes place every single December. And it just so happened that during the 2018 season, this game, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, was played the same day at literally the same time, or actually crossed over just slightly with my family Christmas party. So what did I do? Like the media professional I am, I went to that family Christmas party, pulled out my laptop, set up a hotspot, and watched the game on a tablet in the corner of the Christmas party. And I'll tell you what, I think I made my aunts a little bit angry because I had cousins, uncles, my dad, my brothers, all were coming over and we were watching the game together. Uh, it May or may not have distracted from the festivities going on, but nonetheless, uh, BYU gets a huge win. Obviously, Zach Wilson has maybe his finest performance to date. We all know that he would have some monster, monster performances in future seasons for BYU in 2019, and more particularly 2020. Uh, but we'll continue to break those down in coming days and weeks of the podcast. we got to start rolling through this. We're, we're getting close to rolling through this, but we still got to go through the 19, 20, 21, 22, and 23 seasons. we just got a bunch of seasons to roll through and not a lot of time to do it, so Buckle up, folks. The month of July, going to be a lot of us talking about BYU's uh, past games as we get you ready for the upcoming season for BYU. But nonetheless, a big thank you to all of you for your support. Let's go out and celebrate, folks. This is going to be a fun thing. If, if I'll be around at the big party tomorrow, like I said, there's going to be some media availability, so I'll be wandering around. If you see me, uh, don't hesitate to come up and say hello. I love nothing more than seeing Cougar fans who are uh, supporters of the podcast out in the wild, as they say, and would love nothing more than chat, chat you up a little bit and talk a little bit about BYU, but more importantly, thank you for your support of this podcast. Like I said, we're still planning on giving away this signed Jaron Hall football. If you want to enter to win that, it's LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address. We also got other BYU swag. We'll be happy to give away to you guys as well. So I would love nothing more than to reward you guys who are our diehards, our everydayers with us here on the podcast. So let us know you're subscribed to the show. It's all you got to do is got to send us a screenshot of you being subscribed on YouTube as as well as wherever else you might listen to the podcast and email it to us at LockedOnBYU at gmail.com and you're entered to win. We'll do that giveaway a little closer to when uh, BYU fall camp kicks off in early August, but uh, please uh, continue to join us all month long as we continue to celebrate BYU entering the Big 12 Conference. It's been a long time coming, folks, and it's something we absolutely should talk more about more openly, and we will continue to do that in coming days and weeks, but uh, tonight is a night to celebrate. So it's Big 12 Eve. Uh, Put out your... uh, Cougar Tales. I don't know what you're going to do to celebrate, but nonetheless, celebrate accordingly. And of course, we'll reconvene probably tomorrow. I'll probably have a podcast for whatever happens uh, with regards to BYU and the Big 12. And then obviously, we'll reconvene early next week. We'll do an episode on July 3rd. Take uh, Independence Day off July 4th here in the United States of America. We'll uh, celebrate the holiday, but then we'll reconvene on July 5th. And then uh, from July 5th, we're going to be a week away from me being in Arlington for Big 12 Media Day. So it is coming fast and heavy, folks. So get ready for it. And a big thank you once again for making us, uh, for making Locked On Cougars 
excuse me, your first listen today. And thank you for being everydayers with us here once again on the Locked On Cougars podcast. Until next time, hope you guys are all doing well. And we will talk to you guys again soon. Once again, this has been the Locked On Cougars podcast. See ya. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 